drink some coffee right now because we're, we're recording in the morning. Sipping some coffee while the motorcycle drives by. Lovely. Yep. I don't know if you guys could pick up on that, but that, I could see it on my timeline, so. <laughs> I can't hear anything on this All end, I see so are zombie fine. dogs! <gasps> zombie dogs! Zombie dogs yes. and Ada Wong? Zombie, okay. yep. zombie dongs? <laughs> dongs. Zombie dongs. You said yes. dongs. Zombie dongs and Ada Wongs. Yeah. We, do, we, we don't talk about that, uh, that that corner of the Resident Evil universe, all those necrophilias. All the, all the uh, well, is it necrophilia if there's zombies? Uh, I mean, let's be real. Let's have a real discussion here. <laughs> well, I mean, technically it is dead flesh. Yeah. Mm. So. But also yes. the dogs. But, Reason so it'd be like necro bestiality? I'm well, sure. We, we said zombie dogs, not, not uh, zombie dog dongs, though. What if they are zombie dog dongs? Dog. That's, that's not the. It's a special place in hell. I would We're much rather take you know, to just touch the the human dong than a dog dong, because I, I I know I know ah. that the uh, human dong has been covered with pants. You don't fuck with the the red rocket even when it's dead. Mm mm. No. Hmm. Think I'm gonna vomit up my coffee. <laughs> just imagine That'll all those flies just hanging around that exposed nope. dog dick. I don't wanna. Okay. I don't wanna imagine it. No, no, no. I'd rather it's not. not. It's not exposed unless they're... It's not exposed unless they're horny. Just because they're dead doesn't mean they they don't obey the laws of uh, dogdom. Yeah. They gotta they gotta be in the mood. Yep. Speaking of uh, yeah. decomposing dick, uh, I'm Robert Beach. I'm Kayla. I am Dylan, and my dick is not decomposing. It is still in one piece. It's still very... I don't have a dick. Ha, ha, ha. You got yeah. us. You got us. Or That's the real Trump card. Yes. <laughs> God. And this is ostensibly a show about video games, as uh. we did open the show talking about Resident Evil 2. But honestly, there's not much to say. It's just like, hey, the game's coming out in January. Here's a trailer. And that's kind of... They're starting to tie more than air to stuff together, because it is one of those games that has separate campaigns. So... Resident Evil 2, yeah, it seems like a, like a pretty good, like, well, oh, this is going to dominate, you know, the, the area it's, it's in for, like, two weeks, but I, I, I don't know. Capcom, Capcom has this trend of uh, releasing some of their big hitter games in January. I mean, they did that with Resident Evil 7, and they did that with Monster Hunter World. Both games right. sold incredibly well, so. Huh. I, I have no reason to uh, think that Resident Evil 2 won't do the same thing. You know, it's it's got the goodwill of the old games and has a crazy uh, fresh coat of paint on it i don't know it, it always starts struck me as odd to see like it's like oh my god there's there's so much coming out in like the first like four months of 2019 and it's like it's like really like it's it's, it's gonna be like a bunch of stuff to to play but then i, I always like liken it to like the the film industry where, where it's like okay get like film of the year or game of the year type stuff like always happens like in november october and December, like all, all, all this like prestige, like heavy ass hitter shits, like most of the stuff like that like you would see come out would, would come out in, in the fall. But I don't know. It, it's just this, this like better for the quote unquote consumer aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're better off that way. But man, uh, it, it it's kind of heartening to see just how back in the game places like Capcom are. Because uh, for years and years and years, Capcom was definitely in a rough spot. Uh, they were kind of the butt of jokes, you know. Like it was, 
like even by like 2015 2016 people were just very sky is falling like when street fighter 5 had a pretty shaky launch that was when people i think were at their lowest with capcom goodwill and the mighty mm-hmm. 90, number nine like announcements announcement, well, the announcement not the of that yeah yeah, yeah the like, announcement ironically Mega Man? i think I think my number nine's failure might have helped people go back to Capcom and be like, <laughs> well, maybe things weren't so bad. Yes. I mean, and we even have, like, Definitely Cry coming back with Definitely Cry 5. I think they had a trailer come out, like, earlier this week where it's like, oh, here's Dante. He's actually in the game. As if you didn't think Definitely Cry 5 was going to have Dante. So. Yeah. It's cool. He has a motorcycle that transforms into weird gauntlets that punch people. So I'm 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 kind of down with that. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like it's leaning hard in, in, in the stupid, fun aspect of it. It's just like, this is a fucking video I'm, game. Like, who cares? I'm totally These are fine demons. With that, yeah. It's just like, it's just, just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Like, yeah, it's funny. That's yeah, cool. Cause it's, it's and like, I know you yeah. hate, I, I know you hate the mechanic chick, but uh, I will I will stand for her. She's done nothing wrong. All she does is make cool weapons. Uh, I don't see where this hate's coming from. I, I didn't say I hate it. It's just like, <laughs> It's, 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 it is it's one of those a, like a, Jessica Rabbit things where it's like you're clearly like this is a sexy character you're, you're, you're like you're, you're trying to like ape that's that um, appeal. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then she has a southern accent for no reason, but that was southern accent. <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay being pandered to like that. At me, please. Um, although I did read, you can take the boy uh, out of Kentucky, but you can't take the Kentucky but you can't out of the boy. take the Kentucky out of the boy. Uh, which is why I shotgun bourbon like an idiot. <laughs> I, I I actually do, and it's not. Don't do that, kids. Don't shotgun your. Yeah, it's a don't sipping, do that, Jesus. It's a, it's I didn't drink. know. It's it's like if whiskey was smoky. That is most bourbon to me. So that doesn't mean you drink it like whiskey. But uh, yeah, it's cool to see Capcom on top again. Like they had Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate come out on Switch. I don't know exactly how well that's doing. I think that's a bit of a question mark because it's, you know, a lot of the quality of life changes that Monster Hunter World made not really reflected in Generations Ultimate. But Generations Ultimate is a more fully featured game. There's a lot more stuff to do, a lot more monsters to hunt, a lot more places to go. So I'm digging it, but I can definitely see why if you were really hung up on on World, like if there are problems with World and and, uh, gameplay level, not going to be fixed in the Switch version, so. Uh, but mm-hmm. I have been playing video games of the. I would say I was going to say real variety, but I mean of I've the been playing form of the ancient variety because oh, Nintendo, no. Nintendo uh, released their Nintendo Online service, um, which it's kind of hard to go into detail about that without like just explaining how bad it is. Uh, it's really not much to go off of you get cloud saves which honestly should be kind of standard but okay you get cloud saves it's fine you know back up your saves to the cloud if anything happens to your switch you can download it to another switch yeah sure great uh and it seems like that's kind of it you know like in terms of functionality outside of emulators uh you have online play which you know you had for a year and a half on the switch already uh, so they're charging for that now, which is just kind of weird. Kind of it. It's I wouldn't go so far as to say it's gatekeeping, 
But some communities like Splatoon or Mario Kart, things like that, I could see them being adversely affected by this now. It's not I mean, touched like, by Mario Kart and uh, Mario Aces are not affected by by this online gating. Like a, God, a, a really? lot of like the, the huge ha- games, but Splatoon two are un- un- unfazed by like Fortnite. Um, I didn't hear about Mar- Fortnite. I did yeah. not hear about the Mario games though. That is that's so weird that Nintendo would give their own games the caveat, but not and then not Splatoon two, and Fortnite. I understand because Epic's gonna be like. Uh, we don't want to be a part of this. And to this, <laughs> what's Nintendo going to say? No, like, no Fortnite. You're not allowed to be in our system. God. Not going to happen. Not in the slightest. But yeah, it's just, it's so, it's very bare bones. This Nintendo online service. It's and, it's laughable. It's, it's like, oh, here here's some NES games. I'm sure the people playing Splatoon two regularly, like my sister, would love to play. Definitely want to load up balloon fight. Definitely want to load okay. up load up balloon fight and like. Tech Mobile and fucking hockey, which is actually, which is actually, I'll give hockey credit, a very good sports game, especially for like 1988. Like have um, fun for an hour with this, and then just like never touch them again. But so like that is most because they take like one megabyte of storage. Exactly, they're very, they're very, they're not taxing at all when it comes to like a hardware level. But uh, when I actually got to playing the online games, or sorry, the, the NES games with with quote unquote like multiplayer like online multiplayer added most of it's uh past the controller stuff you'll play like in zelda you die you pass the controller to second player mario 3 is the same thing except it's built in the two-player mode um but by default it has i'd say some of the worst input lag i've ever fucking seen on (laughs) on a video game it's like if you're trying to play a fucking N64 on like a 4K TV and just like you bought you bought a basic ass converter and just went to town. By default, it has incredibly terrible input lag to the point where I can't make jumps in Mario 3 because like it's it's just timed so poorly. I swear to God, it's at least like 12 frames of lag, which yeah is like a fifth of a second. But you know that playing a a precise platformer like Mario and it's like like 2D Mario in in particular and and you, you can't be. You can't fuck up, fuck that up. No, no, no. And then to Nintendo's credit, they do have a low latency mode, but for some reason, when you select it, they are very keen to tell you, like, well, this might cause some connection issues on slower connections, and uh, we won't save the setting by default. So you have to toggle it every time you play. Granted, every time you go into like the NES, the the virtual library or whatever, um, but you have to like toggle this fucking play without shitty fucking lag. <laughs> To just to just have it be functional because I I'll give them credit when you turn it on uh, the latency was not even noticeable it went from like twelve frames to maybe like two God that's so, that's I mean, the was, Nintendo way paying playable. for an inferior experience I mean there's a reason it's twenty dollars a year or more realistically if you can get some friends together uh, about four seventy a year uh, it is about it is worth Ugh. that you definitely get what you pay for. So, I can't say I'd, I'd recommend it because, and honestly, I've seen some dubious stuff about existing games like Splatoon Two, uh, that it's it switched like a peer to peer service or peer to peer like networking, which people were complaining about in like two thousand nine with Modern Warfare Two. That was one of the biggest like gripes against the game is that it did not have dedicated servers. It was mm. all peer to peer, and I didn't think it sucked that much, but I could see why it was a problem. But that was nine years ago. <laughs> 
it is 2018 and I'm playing Splatoon 2 getting disconnects because like one guy's internet out of the bunch is like fucking garbage and it's like dude this is a handheld and there's like tw not 12 but 8 people in this lobby like somebody's gonna somebody's gonna have like the worst internet here so right. I don't know hi and my name is Kaylin I have the worst internet <laughs> right which somehow just it, it, whenever we go into discord just decides to fuck itself but somehow it's it's comfortable with skype maybe they're both shitty enough we're just like yeah we can hang by so. fucking stupid computer <laughs> <sighs> uh, but um i mean i tried a little bit of splatoon 2 just to give it a shot and i didn't notice any particular like huge lag issues or what have you uh, the hacking scene is definitely still very ingrained in Splatoon 2. Lol. Hackers, I mean, and it seems like a lot of these hackers are white hat hackers, where they're not trying to ruin the game for people. They're just trying to show that there's a problem, that it oh, can't okay. be exploited very easily. Um, like, their names are literally, like, $20 a month uh, or $20 a year, fix your shit, uh, <laughs> things like that. Um, that's fucking hilarious it, it is it is funny but it's just also like man like in the wrong hands people could totally just completely ruin splatoon 2 like oh i don't have to go refill my ink supply i don't have to like i can just have like 700 percent health or like it's 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 a mess it's nintendo uh, and you can already hack the nintendo uh, the nes stuff it's not the easiest thing in the world and you are kind of like really at risk to do it but it's very easy just to plug in your own emulators and ROMs and stuff on the NES thing, just just by exporting it. Because these games are run in .NES files, which means they were from they were emulated already. Like these are the emulators you're playing on on computers for free. You know, like they're the exact same things. Like Nintendo, it it's kind of hard to describe exactly how they did the process because it's not quite like like a reproduction of film or anything. It's not like a film to DVD process. It's like, it's like if you ripped a DVD and put it on the internet and then like if you ripped Star Wars, you know, A New Hope from your DVD and like put it on the internet and then Lucasfilm takes that rip and then sells it on iTunes, you know, like mm. it's, it's incredibly weird. But I mean, ultimately like there's a few games on this NES uh, collection that are worth your time. Like Mario Three is an amazing, amazing game. There's really not much else going on. I think they're adding more down the line. I saw Metroid. I saw like Kid Icarus and stuff. But even then, I'm like, who cares? I love Metroid. First Metroid NES is fucking garbo. Just play Zero Mission. It's a, it's it is the game that Metroid One should be. And so. like it, it, it can even be like the PlayStation Plus or Xbox Xbox. Uh gold pass Life kind of gold. thing where it's like well you get some of these games or it's like yeah it's a bunch of like nes or like back catalog stuff but like you get it you can have it as long as you still have the service and, and, and but it's still like a paltry offering of nes games yeah it's not it's not exciting i'd say like if you didn't have mario 3 there i'd say it's a waste of goddamn time because like even i have my limits on nostalgia for like the original super mario brothers or like you know well, I guess Zelda is pretty. It's still pretty great. The first Zelda, it's still got some stuff going for it there. Like, but I mean, it, there's every, not much. Every else. time Nintendo gives you something free, it's like, oh, here's Balloon Fight and and uh, 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 Mario game. Ice Climber. You, you, ice you, Climber. You guys like you guys like Ice Climbers? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's no, do that. nobody yeah, likes yeah. Ice Climber. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> that game is ass. 
I'm surprised the Ice Climbers got so revered as much as they did in Smash Brothers. I feel like most people only care about them from Smash Brothers because nobody fucking likes Ice Climber. It's a garbage game. Last time they did this kind of free stuff was when I got a 3DS really early and they did the Ambassador program. Yep. And we got a bunch mm-hmm. of GIMP, uh, GBA games as a result. And that was, that was um, like 20 of them compared to like that, 10 here. I think it was it was a weird split. I think it was literally like 10 NES games and 10 Game Boy Advance games or something like that. Yeah, But this was before yeah. there was a virtual console really, so like nothing was very unified and like it had to use... They had... <laughs> They had to wrap the GBA games in their Nintendo DS architecture, and they're like, like, because the 3DS could play DS games. Um, so as a result, you couldn't like close the DS and have it save or anything. Like it would still right. just be on and drain your fucking battery in three hours or whatever the DS, the 3DS battery life was. I remember you could switch switch it from like full screen to widescreen, if I remember correctly. And you'd, uh, the you'd like push a button. Version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you pushed like the R button while you lit it up, and it would have a different like screen orientation, and that That's was neat. cool. That was a nice little touch. And they do have a little bit of that in this, where you can have like four by three, a CRT for some reason, a CRT like aesthetic package or something, which apparently causes I I don't I don't want to call it burn in because that's not the technical term for <clears throat> like the the after image of that CRT filter being on your switch screen switch screen. Because it's also not permanent, but it is. It looks a little like burn in. Like you'll play, Good. you know, Mario on your on your, you know, like the four by three CRT mode, and it's just it looks really bad when you go to your home screen. It's like why are the lines still burned in? What the hell? <laughs> that sounds hideous. Like how? Why? Mm, I don't even. I don't so, even. I know how that functions because no other game does that. No, like Zelda doesn't have burn in. Metroid. There's no Metroid on Switch. I don't have just... a Switch. I'm not paying for this online service. I'm, I'm, I'm like mad on behalf of everyone else who's enduring this. <laughs> like I said, if it wasn't literally like four dollars, you know, if you if apparently getting the family package is actually a bit arduous. You need everybody needs their own email accounts and stuff. That's gay. But I mean, at least it, it is very happy. Uh, uh but at least it, it's. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. At least it's, you know, like an option. Like, you don't have to pay $20 a year. You can pay like $4 a year. And I'm like, good. That's literally what it's worth. Like, it's nice to have the cloud save stuff going when I, if I need it, because I'm probably upgrading my internal storage at some point, or I guess external storage. I'm getting a new, uh, like, memory card, essentially, because I'm running out of space. Right. Turns out when you're a digital boy, you uh, have that digital boy premium of making sure you have at least like 200 gigabytes available. So. Well, speaking of gay, uh, we can talk about <laughs> a little bit about uh, Spider-Man. That yeah, checks out. Sure. Yeah, a lot of lot of a lot of uh, gay happenings in Spider-Man. Uh, does does <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson call him gay at any point? Says who? J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah. Uh, no. Like like <clears throat> so far, J. Jonah has been 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 a very polite, angry man. Yeah, I've noticed when he comes in, he's not actually like he, he's being. Well, you know, sir typical. or madam, you are wrong. Yeah, like he's being oddly polite. It seems where you start to dissect it, and it goes from Alex Jones to like a Rush Limbaugh, because like that is it's, kind yeah, of a Rush Limbaugh mannerism, but it's still just like, nah. Well, I, I've been grump. hearing elsewhere that it's, it's more, far more Bill O'Reilly type. Ah, okay, yeah. But he he's been off on the wayside. He hasn't been been in the the the, the Hado sphere that much because he's been sequestered to podcasting, <laughs> which I love. 
I really love that he's literally just like some kind of gorilla podcaster. <laughs> he's been fired from the bugle for his extremist views, and now he's spreading truth and freedom in the American way, the only way he can, on a podcast that Spider that Peter Parker is a huge fan of. And just to keep up. With I, I gotta say, there's a ton of them. There's like I, I, I completed the game. I, I there's at least like a dozen of of him like saying like, well, like, I, 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 I'm not. I don't often say that I'm wrong, but Spider Man was right to do this. Yada yada yada. yada. And I was like, don't don't get your head up. Just, just don't don't get too ahead here. It's still Spider Man we're talking about. He did one good thing. But there was at least like a dozen of them, and I'm just still playing through it, and I'm trying to like do all these. These, these awful, awful drone challenges, and it, it just, just trying to like maneuver the swinging mechanics with the drone challenges because you're supposed to be like flying into these orbs that the drones um, drop, but it's just always like a pain to just to, like navigate your navigate Spider-Man to get to that point without like losing your momentum. But back to what I was saying, like Jay Jonah in his podcast, I mean it's 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 kind of funny. To see that because there's like literally like I I would assume like over a hundred of those recordings and just like real podcasting there's just so much to just like there's just so much of a backlog you can never catch up with it. Yeah, it seems like there's yeah. It sounds like my my actual podcast habits of just like there's so much here like I got to pick and choose and and find certain things to listen to whenever like <laughs> it's funny how it works that way. Yeah, but between that and and the uh, backpacks, the audio recordings, there's a lot to like just sit and listen to, and get a little bit of the um, character inter- or like uh, characters like intro like a into their own mind and, and them, mm-hmm. them having their own like solilo- soliloquies and just like it's like oh yeah like I, I fought the vulture here and this is the little like remnant uh, yeah, I have that memory from this backpack. <laughs> that this this random backpack on in Times Square that just was there for like I guess six years. <laughs> Some of these backpacks are just like man, you, you this this tensile strength on this web must be really good. Like it's arrived yep. like five New York summers in a row. Yeah, it, it's just something you just need to like, just like hand wave it away, where it's like video games, where it's like yeah, that makes sense in the universe to to do that, like as like as like a video game, but in a story sense, it's like. Man, the, the the dudes that are like stuck off like the the, the buildings, so like he just kicks off and his his web device na- nabs him on, on to, like a, him. A, the side of a building. And so it's like they're gonna be they're gonna be dead, you know. If, if people I mean, forget yeah, about they're, they're, they're if people leave him there, they're gonna just fall off and die anyway. I mean, maybe he tags Yuri in that like, hey, there's a guy on the south side of this fucking corporate building. Uh, <laughs> you want to scrape him off here soon? I just like that they have a throwaway line for the backpacks of like, man, good thing I won that. Jansport contest when I was a kid and got all these free backpacks. Otherwise, I'd I'd be out like two thousand dollars. God, yeah. There literally is a throwaway line about him winning backpacks, though, which is just yeah. Like, it that was is, very early on. It's like oh, I won great. this from the fist confrontation, and it's like all right, that's fire. That's that's a good explanation for it. You know, it's it's like hand wave it. Yeah, exactly, hand wavy and kind of cute and funny in a Spider-Man kind of way. So. I have not played too much more Spider-Man myself. I know you've you've uh, you're 100%ing it and trying to go for the I, platinum. And I Kayla, got I know it. You, you're diving in Monday, as well. Monday, so. like yeah, last Monday, I started and I spent yesterday. Like Twelve hours straight playing it that night. I I literally played it until I saw my partner Sarah in the morning and just looking at me. And it's like you played it all night. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah, 
You, God, I haven't done that shit in forever. Peers, peers, like, peers at the window and sees the sun glaze across his eyes. <laughs> yes! I mean, it was kind of like, like oh, that. Oh, my eyes. They murder. I mean, it, it was kind of like that, but like, she, she didn't get mad at me for, for like staying up all night and playing video games because it was, it was my birthday present she got me. So I was like, oh, cool. That's, that's very nice. Like, oh, that's, 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 it's like, oh, it's a good birthday present. But then it was it's like, definitely hard to really hey, we only have like one bathroom, and I know you're in there. Um, I kind of <laughs> forgot to go ever since I got the game so can you hurry up oof can't i need to pee can you move <laughs> there's not many times in in my uh cohabitation life where it, we necessitate two bathrooms but it is nice in a pinch where she's in and she and she can't do anything about it and i'm like fine plan b i'm going downstairs yeah like right, 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 right when i get the urge i could just like knock on the door like uh two minutes two minutes just just like that's all the information she needs and it's like oh okay it's like this mm. <laughs> well, looking at your I mean, watch or you could be like nick who's just like kayla i gotta poop and I'm like i'm in the shower fine go i mean yeah, i didn't want to say case. that but it was very much that dynamic early on yeah like kayla pooping and i'm like Ugh. like <laughs> just no, don't she, don't she literally opens care. the door I have and she to washes do my her makeup hand. and i don't like don't f- flush her so help me god <laughs> Yeah, she just opens the door and starts washing hand, washing hands. It's like, like, oh, your pants are already off, Bobby. Okay, <laughs> that was just so just so used to it. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I had to go. I told you. <laughs> Mine was just like, let me just grab my makeup and like one minute and just like grab my shit and then go and just like, okay, you have the bathroom. Like I can do this somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I was even considering that it's like, well, maybe Xlax can help, uh, you know, just just expedite that process and just get all my systems. Really, you're just trying to just like force it out after this gaming binge session. Like, is this <laughs> is this some kind of like long term? Like, you're gonna end in a heated gamer moment and just like freak the fuck out because you're like you're full of poop and vitriol <laughs> because you played Spider Man for twelve hours. I mean, it, w- it wasn't mostly vitriol. It's just like this like, fucking trance of, of like I'm just swinging around, <sighs> punching. And it's it's like right, right when I, I I exited that and it was like oh fuck I haven't slept at all. <laughs> it you was like eight o'clock and, and like, to... I I had to go to sleep right now because I I I I I, I, ugh, I I can't I can't get out of that like get back into that vegetative state. I have to be like active. You go outside and start trying to thwip buildings. <laughs> <laughs> like oh what's wrong with my PlayStation controller? So, uh, God. Um, but yeah, I haven't played too much Spider-Man. I've been a little busy uh, the last week or so, but I've seen Hannah play it a bunch. Uh, she's really, she's way into it right now. Hey, she's taking a lot of the what, uh, uh, kind of like story stuff. She has like a bunch of upgraded suits and armors and stuff. I think the last part I saw her play, which granted she's probably like six or seven hours ahead at this point, um, yeah. was all the, the Miles Morales stuff, yeah, you know, where we were something oh, happens to him. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a, she's a decent chunk of the way through the story. Oh yeah, yeah. And the whole game takes a pretty dark turn at that point. Um, and from what I gather, keeps on that darkness. Doesn't stay on it for too long, but definitely circles back around to it. And they, they, they take liberties with, with the quote unquote canon, but right. it's 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 very much like the, the the it's it's like what what Gotham the TV shows is trying to, trying to be where it's 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 it's, it's, its own like Batman universe thing. Like after like the second mm-hmm. or third season, it was kind of like, um. Uh, yeah, this is not entirely canon, but like it's a prequel, but also it's its own universe thing now. It's it's like oh, now I'm kind of more interested 
in what you're trying to do, but it's still a fairly mediocre show. But but here, like, there's, there's just so much more. Um, it, it takes better care with its characters than you would expect. So there's far mm-hmm. better voice acting. That just just the whole dynamic between um, Otto Octavius and and, uh, and Parker, like it's it's like it's it's enjoyable, but everyone knows where that's going. Yeah, it's everybody really does. So, and the dynamic between uh, Aunt May and Parker, and then with Miles later on, it, it is all a bit more grounded and realistic. Like May's relationship with Peter, I think. I don't know, like. It seems like a really good interpreta- interpretation of Aunt May. Not quite the, uh, you know, the the spried chicken that is uh, MCU Aunt May. But, I mean, you know, she's she's still out there doing stuff. She's still, like, helping. She's, she's being a nice, you know, good-spirited old woman. She, 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 she looks like an aunt to a uh, 25-year-old kind of thing. Which is fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes more sense. She, she's not, like, on, her, on the verge of death like she always is in, in the comics. Oh god, this is this is making me remember that weird song where Kingpin kidnaps Aunt May and tries to get Peter Parker to kill Spider Man. Oh god, um, it, I'm I'm glad that this interpretation of Spider Man is taking its liberties with a lot of established canon. Like you said, it was it's Batman Arkham in that way, where it has these characters but kind of puts them in a different foiling. Um, you know, has Otto Octavius has his role in the in kind of the core story overall. Ultimately, you know where it's going to lead, but you know it's it's it's, it's a super a lived in universe, exactly. For sure, by like even if you're not like interested in the in the spider um spider Spider Man as a comic book character, and like like oh cool, it's it's this character, like I remember them. It's it, it's it's still like like you want to know more about this world that that you know that has existed, and I honestly like if they do like a um oh gosh. But- Batman Spider-Man Arkham Origins style um, version of, of, of like Peter Parker when he was in high school, and like fighting all, all these lower tier, tiered um, villains that you see just him like punking off <laughs> in this game. Final boss um, like, Wilson Fisk. Sure, yeah, like I, I would enjoy that. Yeah, and I, I can tell where they're already based on like some friends telling me of what's happening. I can tell where they're gonna go with the sequel already in terms of uh, you know primary antagonists and. Yeah, I'm starting to see why this, there's not a lot of symbiote stuff in this game in terms oh, of costumes. Dear, yes, uh, it's taking a different. It's it's taking a much different approach to that stuff. I'm not going to spoil it here, but definitely like it's it is very different. I can't wait to see where that goes, and it's kind of quelled my complaints about like, ah, I want to play as Black Suit Spider Man. So no, but you can play as Secret War Spider Man. <laughs> that sure. w- that w- one off uh, six issue trade where you wore, wore that suit for like literally a panel. It's 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 pretty brief, but at this point, I think I'm just going to stick with Marco's suits. You know, the wrestler one and, and the last uh, name one. It's like yeah, the, the, last the second the last one you unlock. I like the last name one a lot, actually. Yeah, it looks cool. But the I, I, for for a while, I was just playing as a Toon Spider Man, where it was just like, oh, it's it's 2D Spider Man, or it's just like that seems really off putting. Stylized, to me. yeah. It, it, it is deliberately retro in a way where it's like if you're not into it, like you're it's. <laughs> It's gonna be weird. Like you can wear those costumes and cutscenes, and I gotta tell you, Ugh. it was super jarring to see. Like, oh man, like you're, you're interacting with Mary Jane here in, in that like, like garishly, garishly red suits, and it's like, ugh, let's say like a meticulously a animated uh, Yuri Watanabe next to this fucking 
like Wind Waker looking ass over here. <laughs> but I do enjoy the fighting a lot. Uh, I know when Nick was playing and he's like, this is really weird. And I was like, he's like, this is like Batman, isn't it? And I was like, yes, but he's never played the Batman games. Um, but I was like, yeah, this is like, like I went into it like that. And I was like, oh, this is how I do this. Okay. Like I figured out how to like slide underneath like enemies and hit them from behind. Like literally the first time I fought and I was like, oh, okay. I got this. Like, this is easy. Like, oh, this is how I do this. And then I was like, oh, the shield guys. And then it's like, okay, well, you press this button and then you can slide under. I'm like, I've been doing that every <laughs> this single whole time, time already, I've been fighting. Right. And you like, started like, unlocking these abilities where it's like, oh, you do your perfect dodge and you just like flip them, yeah. whip them back. And Boop. it's like, oh, automatic yeah. takedown. You yeah, get real like, oh. good with it. Yeah. So if you've played like two or one Batman game, like your fighting is like dead on. And even Nick was like, so they just kind of did the stuff from Batman onto Spider-Man. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been done for a while like that. Yes. But yeah. it's, it's far more elaborate here because you're, you're far more agile and you can actually do more acrobatic stuff. And the whole like takedown system where like you're building up like a, a bunch of meters and you, you can build that meter to take down like bigger, more imposing foes or just like the low level grunts and, and just do these like special takedowns with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it feels super like, yeah, I can like, yes, Spider-Man is agile and I love this. And like swinging was super easy for me. Like, even though these aren't the type of like, I play stupid RPGs that don't, like really jump or do anything agile and I'm like boom I'm in <laughs> and I can do this and it's like yeah this is great because I watched Nick play for it for like a little bit and then I just got into it and I'm like oh yeah I can do this like I already figured like okay so this is how I beat this guy and this is how I beat this guy and this is how this is supposed to work like okay cool I got this and <laughs> and it's like okay great like this will be super easy for me like but it also is like I also have to make the schedule for my employees and I also have to do all my accounting homework so I can't play this game for hours. Right. <laughs> you can't play it for 12 hours straight. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. No, I wish I could. I, yeah, I, I can't wait to be able to do that and not think about waking people up at three o'clock in the morning when I get Ugh. angry at it, <laughs> which will be in a month. So... And then I also have Octopath Traveler Hell that yeah. I not I, another. N- <laughs> Let's go. I haven't even broken in into it yet. I'm, like you got your one character it's waiting right? for me. Like, oh no, you haven't even started. No, I haven't even started, Oof. and I'm just like, I know this game. I need to play it. I'm only gonna I give know you. No, I need to play this game. I'm only gonna give you one piece of advice um, for starting this game because everything else you can kind of go from on your own from there. But uh, when you pick your first character. Uh, make sure it's a character that can kind of just do shit on their own. If you get, like, a support character, it's going to be really hard because you have to have that character. Your first character, you're stuck with for the whole game, no matter what. You can't swap them out. Every other character, you can swap out all your leisure. Uh, leisure? Leisure? All, leisure? all the, as much as you want, swap them out. Um, so definitely pick, like, a, the, the hunter, the scholar, somebody who's a bit more independent um, yeah, Otto the Bard. Character. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't go with the Bard. Don't go with the fucking apothecary. <laughs> like, you're gonna want to stick with somebody who gets in on their own two feet. I just 
I randomly chose the scholar. I didn't know what he was going to be. I just like Cyrus is a, he's like an aloof fucking college professor who hasn't like, he, he has no kind of social skills or anything like that. Like he's just kind of a, just wants to do right by people, but it comes off as a, a goofball at the times. And I'm like, oh, I kind of, I can appreciate that character. Turns out he's like a black mage. So he has a lot of uh, like, you know, magic and fire and ice abilities and shit like that. So. I can't wait for you to Fire get into it. Fire us, hell yeah! It's yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't plugged. So the dock is right by my NES Classic and my SNES Classic, but I have the charging cable over by my bed. Smart, <laughs> because I play Luminous and yeah. Fall Out Shelter and Enter the Gungeon. Nothing wrong with those. Right before I go to bed. Yeah, I because mean that's apparently that's how I calm down at night, which is a, the worst idea ever. I mean, yeah, better than smoking. Uh, not great for your eyes or brain, but uh. no. Well, technically, you're like you're not supposed to have any screens by your bed because it's supposed to keep you more wired. But after like 15 minutes, you get like my, my eyes droop. My eyes droop, and I'm like, I need to like put this down, or else I'm gonna fall asleep with the switch on. But say you, you'll have the <laughs> switch like above your head, and then you'll start to fall asleep, and it'll slap you in the face, and it'll be really embarrassing. No, I mean, I had that I have my like... iPad a couple times where I was reading <laughs> comics. No joke. So I am the typical girl where I have like eight pillows on my bed. <laughs> Four of them are useful, and the rest of them are decorative. <laughs> so I just like have propped myself up with like four pillows because one or two will fall behind the bed at some point Mm -hmm. uh, because it's not slammed up against the wall because i have a plug there so like i really need to get a headboard like post haste um so i'm like propped up and i'm just like leaning i'm just like laying there and then like my eyes and i'm like oh should i fall asleep sitting up that might be a bad idea (laughs) oh that's terrible yeah Oh, like, Egon, turn off the light for me. Like, I have... So, Best Buy has this deal going on where you buy, like, the Q starter kit and you get the um, the Amazon Echo speaker for free. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be me at night going, Alexa, turn off the lights. So tired. <laughs> or time for bed. And then all the lights just shut off. <laughs> and then I'm just like, good night. <laughs> And fall asleep like that. But hopefully I don't ever do that. <laughs> I can go to sleep like a fucking adult. Which probably will never happen. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, Octopath is a, is a hell of a game. It is going to be a slow start. Going to say now. Um, as you, cause I figure. There's a lot of times, even in your intro areas, like... It's a JRPG. If, if a zone says, like, warning, recommended level 25, and you're, like, level 7, uh, don't do it. <laughs> really wouldn't recommend it not until you have a full squad at least you know it's a bad idea it's uh it's yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get the shit kicked out of you by like four fucking frogs and uh they're gonna take your shit <laughs> it's it's a bad look i've i've learned that from every other rpg i've ever played that's like that i got a like, swift reminder final fantasy uh, 13, which took 20 hours to get into, and then, like... Uh, ugh, that game has special pacing problems, I'd say. Like, it's... Oh, my God, it is... Like, <sighs> when you got to the first real big boss that looks like a fucking organ, that's when I stopped. <laughs> like, and that's, like, when the game is supposed to get amazing. That's when the game starts to kind of kick itself in the gear and, and the combat system opens up, it, you know. But that boss is horrendous, in. and I was just, like... 
No. It makes me appreciate that we have an open world game like Spider-Man that doesn't really overstay its welcome. That it's only yeah. like 20 to 30 hours long. If you're, that's, if you're like 100% completing everything and getting the platinum. That's easily 30. That's 30 hours. You know, that's it's not 80 hours. It's not 112 that's hours. Precisely like, why I'm trying to platinum it. Like I, a bunch of friends of mine really are infatuated with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And it looks like I find enough game. But that game is 100% over over like 120 hours long for its for your first playthrough. And they just had an expansion come out, like a full-fledged like prequel expansion come out. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I I don't have time for this, man. Like, I, I don't have time for the games I have now. I can't I can't just drop. And side missions in Spider-Man feel like the, the, they would be like filler story missions in like an open world game. Mm-hmm. In, in like another one, like that, that that that's how like like conscious of 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 your time Spider Man is as like an open world game. Yeah, it it I I love Spider Man's pacing a bit more on that on that front for sure. Even if they do pat out the Mary Jane stuff at the end, but you know that's a bit nitpicky. I mean, it to a point. Yeah, yes, like about like half of them. Not great. Not great. They're just like basic story, like a stealth. Um, just like, okay, you gotta wait until this guard's gone. Like, you gotta knock, the, knock, knock this thing over. But, you know, there was like at least two times what I remember where, oh gosh, Grand Central Station and Sneak It Around uh, Norman Osborne's um, penthouse. Those two were really good. Mm hmm. Because like at that point, like you have a far more active engagement in in the combat. Like you 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 can like take out some of these enemies. Yeah, I I'm very happy with how Spider Man kind of doles all that stuff out. You know, like it because Hannah's not at the point where you're seeing a lot of those bad missions. It's it's pretty sparse and pretty okay. It's such a nice break from. And she likes the Miles stuff a lot more. Um, but yeah, it seems totally. Like, totally serviceable in an otherwise pretty awesome game. So yeah, there's a ton of um, stingers or like shit that would lead into the sequel, and it's just like, oh boy, we're like, where are you going with this? Because I, I am mad curious about like what's what's going on. This this is like this this game is like ripe like ripe for uh, spoiler cast stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna sure. be a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I also, so we have a game coming up on Grind Forever that I yeah. am trying to at least get through, like, the DLC of, uh, because I've only played the DLC, like, once. Uh, so I'm trying to find one of my game saves where I can go through it mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I am not completely stupid. That's weird. Like, I like, I, I, I'm I, normal. I didn't normal hear of Grind any... Grind Forever's. I, I didn't hear of any DLC in of Orcs and Men like in that upcoming Grind Forever. Like it's, that's, that's so I'm weird. not on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like just to be a good person, I'm tr- like just so I'm not like I don't remember this part. Like, do I have to reread all of this again? I might just have to go through the Wikipedia, but I want to at least experience it again before I'm like, no, I will absolutely uninstall this like i have uninstalled skyrim and have not reinstalled it you're welcome (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i have not reinstalled that game so everybody be happy we can't Um, we can't show you too much (laughs) speaking of huge open world games good god oh 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, we just had um, Dragon Age Origins come out with uh, Caitlin Gillies Rowe. She was great. God, I, I was surprised at how... Because I, I did a little bit of research beforehand of just like Dark Spawn and all the, the Grey Warden and how Grey Wardens are basically witchers, but not really. Yeah. But they kind of are. Oh, yep. Like you got to go through this trial, and if you don't die, you're boom, you're a Grey Warden. Yeah, and everything is like, yes. Yeah, the lore for Bioware is amazing. With oh, yeah. Lore. They, like, they're like, their Bibles are amazing, and they're so fascinating. Like, you want to be in this world. Like, yes, I want to have more games in this world. And the books, like, unlike the last Mass Effect book, oof. which was dog shit. And who, like, that man should be fucking, like, That was the one that got, like, re-released later and took out all the incorrect shit, right? With, like, the Batarian... I don't know. Was that the one with the Batarian embassy? Yes. God, that was garbage. So stupid. Like, no, the Batarians don't have an embassy because they've been fucking blacklisted by everybody (laughs) because they're fucking the worst. So, yeah, you you Uh, gotta stick with the lore Bible at that point. Yeah, like, why didn't you, like, read the lore or ask... Ask fucking Bioware. Even if it's not like fans, because I know Doom had like a Doom Bible, but I mean, and I'm sure most companies don't have actual like literally, you know, gold paged like Bibles. Like this is the Mass Effect Bible, but I'm I'm sure they have a lot of of documentation of like here's kind of the general flow of stuff. Don't go against the grain on like, well, actually, humans uh, had uh, interactions with with you know the. Not the Vicarians. What's the fuck? What's Garrus's race? Uh, Turians. Turians, yeah. Like, oh, the humans actually had several encounters with the Turians of the 21st. It's like, you can't do shit like that. I'm sure they have, yeah. I'm sure they have guidelines of like, yeah, I kind of avoid this stuff. So <laughs> the Patarians would yeah. have voted uh, for, for Donald Trump. It's, it's confirmed. I read it in the Mass <laughs> book. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, Jesus. They're, Yes, they are the Donald Trumps. Like yeah, they even have four eyes and even mushroom have four cap. eyes. Yeah, yeah, mushroom. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah, Do you know how tired hair. I got of that so fast? I've never been more tired of a topical news story uh, than than somebody than Stormy Daniels saying that Donald Trump's penis looks like toad. I'm like, and then I see literally, I want to say two thirds of my feed, one third of which is probably bots, but two thirds of my feed. Uh, <laughs> Just having hot takes or having jokes or having little things about about it, and I'm just like, God, shut up! This is so, this is so bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Leave Toad alone. Toad did nothing to deserve this. Yeah, right. Like, why did you bring Toad into? Like, this? Toad just had ju- like Toadette apparently can evolve into Princess Peach. I'm still freaking out about that, by the way. Um, that <laughs> literally Toadette eats a certain kind of mushroom and then turns into like a a peach clone, which raises several questions about Princess Peach. But, um, yeah. She's fuck. literally called Princess Toadstool, so it makes sense. <sighs> yeah. Shit. Oh, no. God, you just, ma- you just made, like, an entire game theory video irrelevant in that fell swoop. Like, well, <laughs> she was called Princess Toadstool. It makes sense. She is one. So, yeah. Is that? I mean. So, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what are the implications of Princess Daisy? Is she also one of these uh, rogue Toadettes? So. Could be. So I want. I want to read the Mario lore bi- Bible. I know that that doesn't exist, but I would. Do you know how much of a kick I get out of a Mario lore Bible? I'm like, well, this is set in stone. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey Kong the first back in 1981. You know, like it is actually Cranky Kong. 
like people like to presume, and people like to say that oh, Donkey Kong's actually Donkey Kong Junior. So, oh God, I I love the I, the concept of lore bibles for games that definitely don't deserve lore lore bibles, <laughs> or like how how many pages the Warcraft lore bible is because that that is that is when you're gonna have to dig in for fucking God. months months. Don't months. even. Uh, oh. Sarah, uh, Sarah, her insights on the Warcraft lore bible. I I will hurt you because she's Sorry. gonna re- relapse on that fucking game. <laughs> Hell yeah, that. dude. I mean, uh, Warcraft's, uh, uh, Warcraft seems like it's in like a soft reboot state where it's do, it's introducing a lot of new, like brand new storylines and uh, different like allegiances and whatnot. I mean, I know this sounds like a bunch of poppycock. It's just bringing back but... like oh, orcs, orcs versus humans again. Well, no, I mean, it is that on the surface level, but there is kind of ulterior motives behind it because the reason that the orcs, the, there's a reason that the horde and the alliance are fighting is because <sighs> the, the the corrupted titan. Uh, Plunged his uh, giant sword into the heart of Azeroth, effectively killing the world soul. And Azeroth's world soul is special in in a universal scale because it's, it's like uh, it's it's not a titan yet. It's like imagine a uh, a titan fetus, if you will. Titans are like gods, essentially. Um, in fact, I think titans are gods. But okay, the, it's cool. So this is all because of a titan abortion going on. Uh, right? Essentially, the, yes. Yeah, Sargeras felt compelled because he didn't want this fetus to become corrupted by the old gods who are imprisoned in the planet uh, because that is the only way to like keep their powers from seeping out of the planet, the old gods. Uh, another long story. But uh, he fucking... He takes his giant sword, stabs the planet, and now everybody's just, you know... They're just like, what do we fucking do now? Like, this... This giant, this actual physical sword, this giant sword is embedded in the planet's core. Like, what the goddamn hell are we supposed to do? <laughs> but then there's some just giant conspiratorial shit like, oh, the the first god that awoken was the Titan of Time. Did he manipulate time so this would happen? Like, it's, man. Warcraft's getting a lot bigger picture, I'd say. It, it, ironically, on the surface, looking like it's going back to its humans versus orc roots. But. It's still already like high fantasy, like like wank off motion. Oh, but it's also sci fi at the same time. It's crazy. Uh, there's there's so much stuff of just like well, Nazoth, the old god, has been corrupting things from the beginning. He's the old god that's the least powerful, but somehow has the most direct input on current Warcraft events. He corrupted Notharian, the the creator, and turned him into Deathwing. So okay, he also has some something to do with the Lich King. I don't know. There's still a Lich King, by the way. There's always a Lich King. And also, <laughs> and then they just fucking reveal, like, out of nowhere, that, like, oh, Jaina, like, the, one of the main characters of the game, throughout 20 years, uh, this other main character is actually her dad. Whoops. Like, <laughs> just kind of drops it. And that dad is actually the current Lich King, so. I want to know the lore of Kirby. Because there's, like, at least 40 Kirby games Let's out there, see. and there's got to well, be some continuity going on. Uh, there's actually more than you'd think. There's a lot of, it also is up its own ass in terms of sci-fi storytelling, because there's a lot of, <laughs> like, world-destroying deities and gods and, and entities and whatnot that Kirby just kind of beats. And then beats up that Wispy Woods tree again. That guy is just the eternal jobber. He's the Glass Joe of Kirby games. Like, <laughs> he's always getting his shit pushed in. He's always crying and making apples. It's He's on, like, he's on, like, four Smash Brothers stages. God. So, eternal jobber. So, okay, so I'm gonna 
y'all are just segway so ridiculous um (laughs) so there is a there's a game that i loved on the xbox that's coming to switch oh and it's odd world stranger's wrath i did see that i like that they threw the xbox disc on a switch as the announcement yeah it's just like fuck it and i'm like yes that's pretty great that game is so underrated like the living ammo in that game is hilarious uh like sometimes they'll make fun of you Mm mm-hmm as you're walking <laughs> they call you like names uh but also i'm super excited and also saints row 3 is going to be on switch as yeah, well that's such a weird pull it is it's like only but saints also three? it's only three. relevant because burt reynolds is in that game mm, okay <laughs> the true i can see the nintendo and, push now yeah yeah so i hope they dress him he, up as waluigi no god <laughs> he's the mayor and mayor waluigi the- in one of the in one of the towns and you're like Burt fucking Reynolds like that it it warms my heart knowing that that guy it is just weird how like it is three like three was probably the most acclaimed followed by like four and two but it it's just weird like here's just this random seven-year-old game that we're just gonna throw in there because you know why not like I, it, it's well, gonna I mean, be it is, it's gonna be weird. It is like the best Saints Row. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it, it, it got the most acclaim. It was it's very very good. Like that and Skyrim kind of defined 2011 in games for a lot of people. So oh yeah, but I mean like four is funny because it's a continuation you, of three, but more sci-fi and also very and, cracked down. And also yeah, and it's also it has Jane Austen in it, and, <laughs> which I find fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Jane Austen, the romance, the novelist from the 17th century England, has a huge fan in a weird alien emperor. So he steals her and cryo freezes her in his ship. That's pretty <laughs> Because great. he loves Jane Austen novels so much. Like, that speaks to me in a level that I can get behind. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we got, like, Darksiders games coming to Switch. I, I don't know about... Because uh, I know Darksiders 2 came out on Wii U, but that doesn't count. That was old THQ. Yeah, also, but... Three hasn't even come out. No, yet. three hasn't come out, and I don't think that would be on Switch. I don't know. Switch has this weird. And I have thing my with own problem with that game. So. What's wrong with, what's wrong with Dark Siders Three? I don't like the fucking high heels on a King Horseman. <laughs> like that is yeah. so impractical. But I mean, Bayonetta like, does it on, with guns. Yeah, I know. But okay, that's, that's, but that's the point of the character, Dark Siders Three. Like you, you're like this fucking. Horse, horse person of the, the apocalypse here, but then like, oh no, we, this is clearly designed by a dude. Yeah, yeah that's like fair. that's upsetting. It's really upsetting. And it also like, seems like gameplay wise, they're taking it back to Dark Siders One in terms of like gameplay influence, which bored the fuck out. It's of me. very much like here's our interpretation of a 3D Zelda with a bunch of other contemporary uh, sort of gameplay shit thrown in for good measure. Darksiders 1, very much a Zelda game that at the last minute has a fucking portal gun. Literally with orange and blue portals. Like yeah. it, it is a very... It cribs from a lot of different games. Um, and Darksiders 2, while going for something different, I don't really think stuck the landing either. I don't know. Dark si- Darksiders is a very just not tedious franchise, but it's always like on the brink of just being kind of nothing for me like it seems interesting Hmm. at least on a uh conceptual level that they kind of started this you know from a company that was dying as it was coming out thq not in good hands but now nordic picked it up and now they're just rebranding at thq again which is just like okay sure why not 
but yeah, CHQ and every other IP that that was killed off. The yeah, past they, they, 10 years. they've actually been buying up, buying up a lot, a lot of different stuff. Not time even, splitters. Yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur. Amalur, yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm just like, okay, I guess they're just gonna scoop that up. Oh, that was also a good game. God, they might bring it back. You never know. Yeah, I mean, poor Kurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, but oh, man, fuck I, him. I know. Kurt, Kurt Schilling, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Everyone else around him, though, like, oh, they're fine. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole studio, like, the people who made that game, like, that is a good game. Kingdoms of Mandalore, like, it is a very good B-tier RPG. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't give it the, the shake it should have, like, the first time around, because I bought it after the company went down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I fucked up. Like, legit. Like, I felt like... I'm an idiot, and I did something wrong <laughs> because I didn't buy this game when it first came out, and that was kind of upsetting to me. And I, I feel like I didn't give it like it the love it should have gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe now it has so. a chance. I don't know. Like uh, if THQ yeah. and Nordic is just going to be this like weird collective of just old relics that are kind of bringing back. Like they they re released Red Faction Guerrilla. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the remastered. remastered edition, which is the fucking it is the, that is the dumbest fucking name. Dumb. But I mean, Red Faction Guerrilla is a hell of a game, and I, I actually bought it on um, on PS4 when it came out. It's very it's very fun. That is a game that holds up, and this like kind of it survives the glut of open world fatigue that was kind of happening at the time. And uh, it is it is really really fun. And I actually have it. Yeah, on, the breakable. Stuff. I have it on Steam as yeah. well because I have the original Red Faction Guerrilla. Um, but my computer can't run it, so I might just stick with that old version of Red Faction Guerrilla. <laughs> but I bought it on PS4 just because I wanted to give them support and play the game again, like on a, in a modern kind of take. It's really fun, definitely. It's it's also like twenty bucks or something, like super super worth your time. Yeah. So. Yep, I see it. But, so. But man, I went uh, not to totally monopolized podcast but i went to a comic-con local uh local comic-con in cincinnati a few days ago um i think it's just literally just called like cincinnati comics expo or something bit rinky dink a bit low low key for uh a big con like that but i mean it i kind of like the atmosphere of conventions it's very communal it's very like people are here for the same reasons people are here to see people people are here to you know meet with their friends people are also here to like support local artists and stuff like that um and I did a lot of that there at the Cincinnati Comic Con. I met met the voice of Goku. He signed my little uh, Funko Pop because you know it's uh, <laughs> those are very cheap things that are basically built to have signed by people, um, especially in the packaging. So, and I had Char- I'm oh. I miss I miss conventions. I miss packs. Yeah, I miss need to go that. to we need to go to at, at not if not packs at least a convention of some sort. You can go to your local hotel lobby yeah. and you'll find you'll like stumble upon two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some huge ones in Dallas that of course, happen a lot. Dallas, I'm about to say, but Dallas I'm always like, and then of course I do have friends who go, but I I never remember to <laughs> fucking ask off for it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, this happened, or I was unemployed, yeah, and couldn't afford it. Doesn't that does not? And help. I was like, god damn it. I have I just happened to have Sunday off, so I was able to go on the last day. You didn't know last day of a lot of these cons is when they're just kind of offloading everything and everything's super cheap. So, oh uh, yeah, that's how I got some of my statues from. Pax. I got a fantastic <laughs> piece of uh, like 3D imagery art of uh, Samus um, 
for like thirty bucks, and I think it's regularly like fifty or sixty. So pretty. Yeah, pretty I great. got I got a Flemish statue that was normally like fifty, and I got it for like twenty. I also had a. And I think I I think that's how I got my femme ship too. Ooh, smart, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there, there's also like the cons of doing that is like, well, they, there's not going to be as much stuff because people have already picked it, picked it, picked at it, you know, like people have already bought a lot of stuff. I was specifically looking for Goku Black merchandise and I could not find any Goku Black merchandise. I don't know if that's to say that he's so popular that it's selling, uh, selling off the shelves or that they didn't bring that many to begin with. But who, who could say? <laughs> I did. Um, I did get the voice of Mario, Charles Martinet. Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, you know, the, uh, uh, the entire core, I don't know what you call those guys, not the, the Mario and the Wario brothers, let's say, um, I got him to sign my 3DS as Waluigi, so he, and I love that he immediately picked up on this, he, uh, started just vandalizing the thing, essentially, like, he started, like, doodling <laughs> and drawing all over it, and I told him to say, uh, take that, Mr. Eyeballs, like, that's the... The famous Waluigi quote from Mario Tennis on the GameCube, uh, where he he just doodles on Mario and Luigi's eyes like, "Take that, Mr. Eyeballs." Humorously enough, uh, for some reason, Waluigi's L's are in the form of his weird L, so it looks like Diren, but it's actually Dylan. And I like that. I like that he's borderline uh, illiterate. I, I I can appreciate that about Waluigi. But uh, yeah, that was great. Like, and it, it was funny because the voice of Goku, uh, he was right next to him um, in terms of like where the lines and stuff were. Um, so I was waiting in line for the Goku thing, and I was seeing a lot of kids come up and like, oh, they didn't know who Charles Barnett was. But then he starts doing the Mario voice, and they're immediately just like, oh my god, this guy's Mario! <laughs> oh my god! And then like when they leave or something, um, like he give him a high five, and then like when when they give him a high five, he'd do like ah, blah, 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 blah. he'd do the the Luigi thing and act all like you know like frail and. And and kind of busted, and it's just like, oh, that is so wholesome. Like this, like Charles Martinet is like the purest man imaginable. Like he's just, you know, very, very nice guy, very just awesome dude. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't turn out to be another. Um, oh, how you say sexual predator? I was gonna say another, so. uh, like uh, another Me Too in the waiting or something. Please no. Please yeah. Go. If if yeah. that happens, I'm retiring from video games. Like, there's no hope. <laughs> there's no hope if Charles Martinet ends up as being a bad guy in some some way, shape, or form. I can't recast Mario. I can't have like, it. Ah. Oh well. Good thing. I mean, you know, if I just work on my uh, shitty Italian uh, bibbidi boppity, I'm sure. Hey, to be Mario. Yeah, dark, gritty reboot of Mario incoming. You heard it here first. Super Mario, Luigi, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh wow! I'll fucking kill you. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, 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 want I really hope Bowser, that like the, I in Luigi's Mansion three, you pull Mario out of painting or some shit, and he's like dark Mario. Recast Mario's uh, John St. John, the Duke Nukem voice actor. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> it's me, Mario. I will never play a Mario again. <laughs> Bibbidi boppity Give me some pasta in my belly. Gross. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. That also hurts my voice. <laughs> yeah, don't do that ever again. That's the worst. Also, thank no. you so much for uh, playing my game. Hey, Peach. Have we? Shake it, have baby. we gotten a full games list for the tiny little PS One? No, I've only seen yeah. a few uh, no, games. No, just 
I've only seen like, a handful of like mediocre games on there. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I call Final Fantasy VII mediocre, but I get your point. Where it's, I do. It's middling. Ridge like, Racer Four, Wild Arms. Come on. Okay, Wild Arms might not be mediocre. I might. I can't speak to Ridge Racer, but I mean, there's. I've never played it. There's so a reason I've, I didn't have a PS4 or a PS PlayStation or whatever. Conceptually, I think this isn't a terrible idea. Like, well, Nintendo's doing it, so we'll do it. But there's so many other avenues to get these games already. There's not a lot of avenues to get exactly. like at NES yeah. and N60, or SNES games. Well, I mean, there is Virtual Console, but I don't know. There's a lot of Nintendo. You can buy Final Fantasy VII on your on Steam. Or so many other ways you can. You're gonna buy be able to buy that shit the on the Switch. You're gonna be able to buy that shit on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming to Switch. Right. What the fuck? Like, 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 and Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and Spyro, I assume, are gonna be on there. But like, they have remasters already. They, they have remasters, which are probably gonna be better games. Right. I, I, I say this as, it's like, yeah, I love those games, except Crash Bandicoot 1, which is not that great of a game. I think the thing is also is just Nintendo has this sort of, not monopoly, but a certain kind of cachet um, on the nostalgia market. And I think it was prevalent for NES and just as prevalent for SNES, but I'm already seeing reports literally today about patents for the N64 controller, and I'm like, that's, I think, going to... like if. The PS1 obviously sold a lot better. Did a lot better in its day, you know, had a lot more going for it in its day. But if you take, like, today's 20-somethings and look at, um... Oh, my God. My fucking dogs. Uh, if you look at... No, no one's playing Tekken 3 in the barcade at all. I'm nope. Actually, you know what? I will go... I will uh, defend Tekken 3. That is probably, like, one of the standout Tekken games. Oh. But, okay, but, but there, still, I, I like get you your point. An N64 everywhere you go in an arcade, it's it's always there, ready for somebody to be played. It's an inherently more social system uh, when it comes to like playing yeah. games, and I'd be more willing to shell out for like four. I, like I assume when you get an N64 classic, um, you know, patent pending, it's gonna have two controllers, and you're gonna have to buy the other two. But I can actually see myself doing that. Would I get a second fucking non Dual Shock controller for my? My uh, PS1? Uh, no. And that also means I can play Ape Escape. So what are we doing here, man? Like, that, that, because you actually can't play Ape Escape without the, the, um, DualShock. And it's going to be right. weird and, and, playing games like Metal Gear without it. And the thing is with, with, with the, with the PlayStation 1 Classic and the, the supposed, like, potential N64 Classic, mm-hmm. there are far, there, there are far, far more great games. Like I'm talking like quantity on the PlayStation One compared to N64. There's far more like um, cherished games than the N64, but like the N64 Classic, you know that that seems like you know what that works. If you, if you get all the good ones on there, then you know what, there you go, you're gonna sell yeah. a shit ton. But like PlayStation, it's it's there. There's a lot of niche genres on there you can fill in there. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, what does an N64 have for for racing games besides Mario? Kart? I mean, Karts? there's Mario Kart, F Zero X, and like, uh, there is Wipeout. But I mean, that's more of a PlayStation thing anyway. It's, I think that's that's two games. On, on top of like, what about the fighting games aspect? There's little to no like. You could get Mortal Kombat Four very technically. You could get like uh, exactly gimped versions of a lot of games, and then the original Super Smash Brothers. Exactly. What, what, what about self games? Like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot more questions that come up when you start putting it through that kind of like genre lens and not just being like, eh, Nintendo games and God help Again, you. Again, if you take the Nintendo out of the N64, then it's like, what do you have? Like a 
rare you do, games? You do have rare like games, but those aren't going to be in the box from the start. You're going to have to hack that in. Which, while simple, is not going to be everybody's bag. And kind of defeats the purpose of the system being this thing you buy and you have everything already there. So, I don't know. It is, it is even the N64 class could be a bit, a bit tricky to kind of uh, nail down. Because, like, if you don't... I think out of all of them, it's going to be the one that's hacked the most. Because there's a shit ton of games that are, you know, like, not Nintendo's deal anymore. Like, I'm, like mm-hmm. you're going to put WWE, whatever it was, uh, WWF, I think, No Mercy... Um, the one that everybody plays at like PAX Wrestling and stuff. I don't think that's going to be in there. No, it's not going to be there. It's not because if, if, if it's not. run by Nintendo, then us kind of thing. Like, mm. it's not a Nintendo Good thing. Luck. It's because of the licensing for all those wrestlers. Like, it's individually like you know doing that would require a lot of work. Also, note that some of these wrestlers are either dead or I'd say actually probably half of them are dead or retired. So it's like you know very difficult to kind of get that stuff going. So they probably wouldn't even bother. That's the stuff you're gonna have to hack in. You're gonna have to hack in that and Goldeneye and Banjo Kazooie and Blast Blast Core shit like that. Like it's it, and the library's gonna I, be weak. I, I think Rare is, is is an easier bet now because like Microsoft is playing nice with Nintendo here and there. Because you, you'd imagine like yeah you can you can have the, the Rare games on there on that system as long as we get a cut of some sort. I don't know if Nintendo would want to though. They're too prideful. I don't like yeah it's not theirs. So why would they want to really? kind of push that it's or it's not well, on their Golden, terms is golden eye theirs though but no you, it's you not. think like n64 so therefore like oh yeah it's got to be in there but then it i like i a lot of final fantasy games on the nes and snes like those aren't nintendos no but, but the they're still kind of when you think of final fantasy 4 a lot of times you can kind of think back to like the uh, the snes launch it's it's a weird and not very practical mindset of like these are owned by another big like giant like another publisher owned by the competition, let's say, because Square Enix isn't out here making consoles. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's owned by Xbox, so maybe we don't want to bother. Maybe it's just a, too much of a, a weird look thing. That's why I even have doubts that you're going to get like Banjo Kazooie in Smash Brothers because Nintendo kind mm-hmm. of doesn't want to play ball like that. Now, does Masahiro Sakurai want to play ball like that? That's likely. I mean, they got Cloud in the game, and Cloud's like. You know, one of the reasons the PS1 did so well and kicked Nintendo's dick in the dirt and is, like, you know, emblematic of what they lost out on, yet they still put him in Smash Brothers because Masahiro Sakurai wanted to. So who's to say that couldn't happen again with Banjo-Kazooie if he sees the fervor? I think it, uh, it is limited by his uh, scope, so if it wasn't popular in Japan, odds aren't great it's going to be in. I mean, Shovel Knight is an assist trophy, but that is just it, mm-hmm. an assist trophy. You know, like... I I don't hate assist trophies, but they also they feel like the honorable mentions for Smash Brothers characters. Like here's characters that aren't good enough to be in the main game. So we'll see. Or we don't really care. Or enough, we don't care enough. I know people people like them, so we'll just stick them here. <laughs> people like you these would characters. see you would soon senior see um, Master Chief than uh, Nathan Drake. Oh yeah, in Smash Brothers. I think that's 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 true. But also, they'd probably stick with, like, Minecraft Steve or something like that, you know? Like, Microsoft yeah. owned in one of the biggest games of the last decade, and now also very po- now oh, yeah. very popular on the Nintendo Switch. So, I feel like you get Minecraft Steve or you get Banjo-Kazooie. I feel like you don't get both. But, I don't know. Banjo-Kazooie seems like they should probably be in Smash Brothers. It wouldn't make sense to, for them to be in Smash Brothers. Like, Minecraft and um, Banjo-Kazooie, it would seem like, you know what? Those uh, those have like a pretty good um, move set for for like a a um, 
Um, Smash Brothers. A platform fighter. Baller. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, both of those have a lot of different movesets. Like, uh, the variety of weaponry that Minecraft Steve would have would lend itself pretty well. It's it's practically just like, oh, it's just villager. It is kind of, yeah. It is villager, but like a bit blockier and stiffer. But mm-hmm. yeah. And then Banjo-Kazooie could play a lot like probably Duck Hunt Dog. Because honestly, they function pretty similar to Banjo-Kazooie. It's a big it's a big dog and a little duck on his back that carries him around places. I'm like, this is very much Banjo-Kazooie. Um, uh-huh. At, at, like, yeah. it. They could even have a color palette or something or an echo fighter. Like, it... I don't think they'd give Banjo-Kazooie the Echo Fighter treatment. I think he'd probably be his own character. I mean, if Isabel gets to be... It's like her, being jobbed out, If yeah. is, Isabel gets to be her own character, then, by God, Banjo-Kazooie should be their own character. <laughs> so. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna... I'm, <laughs> I'm still pushing for Goku, just how stupid it is. Like, that... Yeah. Goku is who you save for the last... Uh, DLC character like the Bayonetta for this era of Smash, like the the Negan, yeah. Oh, God, fucking Jesus what? Christ, that's so weird. That should have been. That is it. Is it? They are grasping at the dying breath of a of a show. I think it's also because they were. It was like, probably cheap. It was. They, they, yeah. like, it wasn't that expensive <laughs> for them to license Negan, and Negan's also not even around the show anymore. <laughs> so, so I, I have oh, no also, idea. The, also, they were teasing a new Animal Crossing for next year. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. I think it's going to be good. I hope. I think it's going to be. I hope it's an actual fucking. I think it's going to be great. Crossing. I think it's going to be great Animal Crossing, but I also have my doubts it'll come out next year. Where's the fucking title? Yeah. Call it something. Call it like Animal Crossing Switch Savers. I don't know. Animal Crossing Go to the Poles. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I want to die. I really want to just turn to dust right now. Jesus. Uh, uh, but yeah, it'll be that'll be great. Like I have no doubt in my mind that we'll have a, a great Animal Crossing game. But like they they have a lot of games that are just announced in like eh, 2019. Like I don't believe for a second Metroid Prime Four is a 2019 game. That seems like an early 2020 at the earliest kind of game. We haven't heard anything in over a year about that game. That other other than other than literally like here's the metroid prime logo and then we photoshopped the number four next to it so i still feel like that game's very early in development i want them to take as long as it can um maybe save that trailer for like a game awards thing i, I bet that would be a good place for it game awards um but yeah it's i don't i don't expect metroid prime for next year in the slightest in the slightest nope Unless they're like, ha ha, motherfuckers, we got you. Here it is. It's out now. Holiday 2018. And, and like, then I'll fucking shit well, myself. Hey, did you know? And then you'd be like, what the fuck? It's just gonna, it's gonna be a Sega Saturn situation where like I walk into a, a Target and it's just on the shelves and I'm like, what, what is happening? Like I immediately go to Twitter just to be like, what's going on? I need some sense of of, of normalcy here. Why is Metroid Prime Four in, sh- in stores now? <laughs> Uh, why is this target fucking with me why are they doing yeah this on is purpose? target getting back at me like what's happening so but yeah that, that about uh, uh does it for me in in the games yeah. sphere this week i haven't watched anything really i haven't done much else than work play video games and hang out with my girlfriend so yeah i've literally just well i mean spider-man's like the first game i've kind of played like full-on this week mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, like shit has just hit the fan at my my store. Like we just fired a head cashier uh, for doing something stupid. Uh, and he just moved into a house. So this will be really 
sad. <laughs> so, ah, we're going to be a bit short staff for just a bit. Gross. Right. Anything else on your play, Bobby? Oh, boy. I, I, I don't know. I might be going to a cat cafe sometime Hell next yeah. week. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of sounds like fun. But that's uh, next week. Bullshits. I don't know. Like, not nothing too in particular. I want to bulk up on level select episodes. I actually do it because I've been recording a lot with uh, Brendan. Hell yeah! Got a uh, shatter episode up already, and on the which Patreon. is mostly just me talking. Um, but then we had a Monster Hunter World episode of Level Select that was recorded. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, we're definitely going to um, dive into that. I think I would love to listen to that, actually. I'm very curious what level they're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, and I can't wait to uh, listen to the uh, Dragon, Dragon Age. Age Grand uh, uh, Grand Forever, <laughs> yes. I've got, I've, I've, I'm trying to set up a recording with um, Ian Prichel from OKBeast. He's like the, the JRPG anime guy. So he's a great get for Octopath Traveler. Um, so I'm, I'm going to nail him down for a, uh, a time in the next week or so, have that be the next, next grind forever. So very excited. Those AK Beast guys are all awesome, by the way. Um, and that's how I was introduced to Caitlin. Um, so definitely give them a listen, but also, you know, give us a listen. We're around. We have other podcasts to talk about. As we just said, we have grind forever and we have level select, um, every Friday if um, and you can also listen to this here show on pnbcast.com or on iTunes. I I want to say I resubmitted the feed to Stitcher, but I don't know if that... Because the old feed is still technically up, so you can listen to the old episodes, uh, it, it might be conflicted. Like, they might not take it because the other feed's still there. So I have to follow up with Stitcher specifically. Um, but we're still up to date on iTunes, you know? We got everything kicking there. Um, follow us on Twitter at Robert, er, bleh, 23 Breach for Robert. <laughs> Jesus. You're uh, losing it. You're losing it. At 23 Breach. At 23 Breach. Um, at Kayla at Zumba, knee, at, as in tiered list, and, and knee, as in body parts. It's really not a phonetically great at, Twitter handle. I really, I, mm, like, it, it checks out, but it's just hard to say. I always have to specify it in, in these outros, like, T-I-E-R-K-N-E-E, you know. <laughs> I gotta get Phazon. That's still on Twitter. It's my white whale. Just Phazon, that's it. Um, no, but you can uh, support us and all of our endeavors on patreon.com slash pnb. It's how you unlocked uh, Grind Forever, Level Select, and Full Metal Optimists. Just taking a break this week. Um, but we have a PNBFM coming at you soon. I'm actually um, putting my entries in for the an upcoming uh, episode right after this. And then we have uh, After Alpha on the Horizon. You know, We usually do that, have that up for you at the beginning of the month. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. We'll yeah. be doing that soon. And I'm excited. Yeah, that that is really fun. Like that is my easiest thing to point to and be like, this is why you should support us on Patreon because this show is actually really fucking awesome. So, and I love doing it. It's so good. Exactly, just being there in the moment. <laughs> uh, re- recording, it's yeah. always fun. I, I I was a real grumpy asshole episode two uh, at the beginning, but I you can you can basically hear my attitude get more chipper and happier as we go on. So give yep. that a listen. So. Uh, so for Robert, Kayla, and myself, uh, we'll see you Whoop. next week. All right. Toodaloo, buckaroos. Yeah. Yeah.